And now, the right reasons. Yo, New York in the house. It's Brooklyn in the house. Welcome to the right reasons. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. Big batch this week, Jacobs. Not just that. There was a big batch. There's the launch of Naked and Afraid XL, which I, I even watched it. I loved. I liked it too. And we have exclusive information. We need an air horn. Can you get that going, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> All right, reasons exclusive. There's a friend of the pod that may or may not be an ABC executive that we may or may not have spoken to and may or may not have given us some scoop. My number one, so we saw him and like he said hi and I cut him off from his hellos because I just wanted to say, why the have they been in Ireland like, for are so they many hostage weeks? there? Did they have visa problems and they couldn't leave? Did Caitlin lose her passport? Like, why are we stuck in Ireland so long? It's so weird. And it turns out they were supposed to go to the Patagonia. Ooh, and exclusive information. Breaking news and the right reasons. Because of the coitus, they had to change everything up. Everything changed when she had sex with Nick. And so it was Nick, yes. Yes. And so as a result, they had to stay in Ireland. Everything has been an audible ever since. And it's just wild. It's given us this whole new season. Put yourselves in the in the shoes of the producers. Like they have a plan. They have a game plan. Like they have a document somewhere which is the shoot schedule, which has flights and hotels and everything's all set up. And then somewhere, somewhere she's like, God damn it, Caitlin coitus to everybody. <laughs> I know. They tear it up, and they're like, God, she just can't keep her legs closed. Also, everyone's, the producer's probably excited to go to South America. Yeah. You know, like, get out of this old country and, like... Oh, my God, can I admit something that's really embarrassing? Sure. I didn't know Patagonia was in South America. I'm fairly certain it is. What, what is Patagonia? It's like a fort. It's like a, a region with mountains and such. I always knew it just as, like, a preppy... Brand of clothing. Oh, like Patagucci. Yeah, yeah. So you thought they were going to the flagship store? Yeah, exactly. You I thought they were going to Newberry Street in Boston. You're going to get some fleeces. Your overnight date is camping inside <laughs> exactly. a Patagonia. Yeah, exactly. Congratulations. <laughs> Honestly, that would I would find that, that would fun. be fun. I, yeah, it would be too. <laughs> like there was an episode of um, Dawson's Creek where Joey and Pacey get trapped inside of a Kmart. I hate uh, when you do that. I, <laughs> da- just... Dawson's Creek stories? Yeah. You're recapping Dawson's Creek? I will. If you give me the platform, <laughs> I would love to. New um, podcast alert. Da- oh my, that'd be really, the Dawson's Creek cast. Yeah. That'd yeah. be really, that'd Reliving be Dawson's Creek with Julia Littman and no one else because no one else cares. You're such a jerk. Uh, anyway, they were supposed to go to the Patagonia. They didn't. And then this week, let's start from the beginning of the episode. We get two more overnights that yes. are like each person gets a different like chateau in Ireland, which mm-hmm. is so inferior to like a cool like cabin in the Caribbean. And all of the other ones, they have personal pools in their hotel yeah. room, private hot pools, tub. hot tubs, and just like they just there's a lot more luxury on other seasons. I feel like, and there's there, there's a lot more like this is the ultimate. You know, romantic destination. I don't feel that way. I love Ireland. We've both been there. We both support the country. We, we could not be more supportive of Ireland. Yes. We talk about it every week because they're still there <laughs> exactly every we week. Not. Yeah, We're yeah. forced to discuss it. But uh, I just feel like it, they just didn't have that like romance feel. Like they went golfing. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like that's fun to do with like your bros. I don't even think that's fun. I would not like to golf. I, yeah. I, would, re- I would reject on a that. date. Though, yeah. it's just like, come also, on. what do you think about horseback riding? Okay, so let's just go through. I have a lot of thoughts about horseback riding. Ben H. had the second overnight date, right? Yes, the second. Nick was in the last episode. Yes. Nick went first, obviously hit it. Yeah. (laughs) Ben H., um, I have it on authority that they hit it as well. Mm. I haven't heard someone use hit it like that in like eight years. Good job. You just said it, though. No, I know, in that way. But don't worry about it. Moving on. (laughs) The, uh, yes, 
Yeah, I, it didn't. They didn't edit. It didn't feel like Ben H hit it, but that's because he's a bachelor. So they're trying to make yeah, it seem ooh, like good chased. call, Julia. They don't want it to be like, oh, that's the guy who slept with Caitlyn. It's more like, oh, that's Ben H, the really poised, great yes, dude, future CEO. Yeah, he's definitely going to be CEO of something. CEO Ben Higgins. Um, side note about Ben, something we have not addressed. Tight with Cody Zeller, NBA player. That's baffling. I know. It didn't seem like those two would hang. Uh, they apparently went to Indiana together. I think Ben. I think Ben H might be a little wilder than we think. I freaking love Ben H. He's just so poised. He's wonderful. He's really. I just think he's fantastic. Really. I was watching the show by myself, and it, I just said aloud to my empty apartment, "What a great guy." <laughs> I, I said that aloud. Do you know what that says? Bachelor potential. Yeah. That's exactly. what it says. Like that is who the bachelor's that's supposed to be. Want. People that you talk to yourself about. Exactly. And he just seems so nice. And but he seems nice, but I also want to like hang out with him. Like I want to know more. Peel back the layers. I didn't know Higgins was his last name. Yeah. You haven't Googled that or anything, have you? No. I just it, the information was implanted in my I got incepted somehow. Yeah. About the bachelor. Uh so she goes on this date with Ben H and they go horseback riding, which I think sucks. This is why yeah, I think yeah. it sucks. It, it, I guess they controlled it, but like one of you're not necessarily like in tandem the whole time. Yes. Kind of hard to talk to each other. Also, they weren't wearing helmets, which I have a thing, which is like if you were on a horse or a bike, I, you have to wear a helmet. What? Yeah. It really bothers me. Really? Yeah. I didn't expect that from you. I just think that there's such a small, not even, not even that small, but like if you get thrown off, if you're not an expert horseback rider, it's completely possible you get thrown off. Do you remember my favorite show that somehow disappeared, Ladies of London or whatever yeah, that thing was I called? Love that show. Yeah, there's a serious horse accident in that. <laughs> yeah. It's dangerous, man. Wear a helmet, guys. I also feel like Safety the producers, first. if I were a producer, I would stack the deck and give them like untamed horses. I'd just give them wild stallions and just be like, here, horse riding time. Yeah, that would that that they didn't get that, but that would be you'd have to like rescue her. It'd be more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have their date, they talk. It was fairly boring. Let's get to the important part. The next morning, postcoital fashion. Postcoital or postcoital wear. <laughs> what should we call it? Postcoital postcoital couture. PCC. PCC. That's good. Postcoital couture. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Or PC couture. As we predicted. She was wearing pajamas. She was, but it was a nice. It was it was a short polka dot short short with a lace trim, uh-huh, right? Like silky. And then she had like a gray sweater, but the neck on the sweater was like so big. It was like that, off the shoulder. That, yeah, that you couldn't really like wear it as clothing. It was a really really appropriate for Ben H, the future CEO of America. And more importantly, that's what we predicted. So we yes, most we were correct. Correct. All right, so we really understand people's needs is what I think the takeaway is. Like, mm. we understand your post-coil couture needs. Yes. And our business, get at us, investors. We're waiting for yeah, you. for real. What do we have to do, go on Shark Tank or whatever? But I think there should be someone there that's just, like, really nice that works there and is like, so, like, what's he like? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, oh, really? Oh, he's got, does he have tattoos? It's kind of like therapy meets shopping. Like, what music? It's actual retail yeah. therapy. <laughs> yes, yeah. As- oh, God, <laughs> another business. We're brilliant. Sorry. But then it's <laughs> retail therapy. Yeah. Good job. Thanks. Um, so, yeah, they were. that was cool. And she obviously had a good time, but she's not, like, tormented over Ben H., so you knew he wasn't the one. You knew going into this episode that it was, it, it was going to be Sean and Nick. Totally. Neck and neck. Okay, so then we have Sean's hometown. Or sorry, we don't. Sean's overnight. They do um, golfing and he they make they do some wagers and mm-hmm. they play truth or dare. He chooses dare. It should just be called dare. No, dare. my favorite part is he's like, 
I consider myself kind of a dare guy. Yeah. You know, I don't say I don't take the weak way out because I take dare. It's like what are you, what is he talking You're about? You're making him sound like a country western. Yeah, he's, like, he's all of a sudden turned into John Wayne. Totally. Schnauz Wayne. Um, can you I can for some reason I just gotta now that I know what his ass looks like, I can imagine him in assless chaps or something. Really? <laughs> Sean? I yeah. didn't get a good look at his ass. Really? Nah. They showed it. Blurred. Blurkles. Did they blur his butt? Yeah, he had a black box. Remember they talked about it? Oh yeah. Here's the thing. I thought we saw his butt. <clears throat> what I loved was the way that she picked up his clothing while he was naked and then ran away and was like laughing the entire she was time. Cackling. Yes, like at that moment I was like, that's a fun chick to hang out yeah. with. Like she's really fun. She's not embarrassed by this. She's owning it. It was like dope. I really like I like I like a little bit of me was like, Oh, Caitlin, it's gonna be too bad to see you go. Sean made a really good point, which is he was like, This is actually what it would be like to be dating. Like this is the kind of thing I would like to do. So it was a good date for them. That's a bad date though. But if that's what he likes, who it doesn't Here's the thing is dudes like golfing to get away from their girlfriends. Mm. Dudes don't like golfing to be with their girlfriends. It's like it's like if like if my girl like loved football, I'd be right. like, oh no, <laughs> you right. know what I mean? That's a, yeah, totally. Like part of the golfing experience is not having your wife or girlfriend there. I would never ever want to golf ever. Like I just seem so unfun and boring, and like the only good part would be driving the golf cart, and like that doesn't even appeal to me that much. Golfing's great. I look forward to it. Okay, cool. So then they boned as well. Sure did. And they had like some. He he told her he's falling in love with her, right? Mm-hmm. Or he is in love with her, yeah, or something. What do you think about his dark shirt with dark suits? Do you like that look? Um, dark shirt, dark pants. Yeah, I just felt like first of all, his sweater game was on point. Like, and they they clearly have all of them. Well, they've been in Ireland for well, I don't know, like three months now. So they they've kind of like adopted sweaters. the Irish couture, yeah. which is like very heavy, like cable knit sweaters. But they were he had two sweaters with well, a blue one he wore during the day. And then he changed his outfit and put on a white sweater. It was kind of like I liked it, like, but it wasn't like a true day to night move. It was like, hey, like, oh, Caitlin, I'll be back. I'm gonna change. And he just changed the color of his sweater. Actually, it was the reverse. He should have worn white during the day and blue. That's night. what I was gonna get to. Yeah. It's I kind of feel like he kind of just like misplayed it. It's like you have to go dark at night, right? It seems like so classic, Sean. Like, yeah, Sean would do that. No, that was Ben. Oh, yeah, Ben was the was a, the best sweater guy. Sean had a button up, I believe. Be- we know that because she was wearing it. As we... As we predicted. Exactly. Her, her post-coital wear. Was Sean's shirt. Sean's shirt. And he walked away with like sweatpants and a sweatshirt. And, I, and we also were like, yeah, it would be sporty for him. Yes. Now, I'm, we might be getting ahead of ourselves, but I have to talk about this. Okay. So she's wearing his shirt as we predicted. He yeah. walks away. He's got some... He like pulled up his like sweatpants up to his calves or whatever to expose his Achilles. Jalen Rose does not approve of that. Ben. No, this Sean. is Sean. No, Ben pulled up his pants. Sean did not. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I, I'm okay with Ben's move. I think he pulled it off. Juliet, he could have strangled a kitten. <laughs> okay. And then you would have been like, it was a good move. That kitten was dying from I cancer fall anyway. I these guys so quickly. It was Jack Kevorkian. So embarrassing. <laughs> You're like, I feel like Ben H deserves it though. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Ben H is just a great guy. He's just a great guy. <laughs> yeah. So then Sean walks away. And he's greeted by a stalker, a.k.a. Nick. Like, it is insane. He He's literally just walking away from a, a sex night. Now. I haven't been single for a million years. But that is a good feeling. You know what I mean? Sure. Like when you finally say goodbye after a sex night and you're like walking you're on your yeah. own. Like this is a little moment you have for yourself. You're like, 
Yeah. Totally. Like, that was great. And it's also, like... You're riding high. Like, in, like, the immediate hours after, there's no, like, analyzing to be done. You're just like, yeah, yeah. it feels good. Yeah, you, yeah. there's no guilt. Like, the whole, like, implications of what just happened doesn't set in for, also, like, six hours. There's no, like, follow-up communication yes. to be like, what yeah, does this a, mean? There's a gap there. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's a good time. So he's got that feeling. He's riding high, and then hiding behind, like, a you know, an Irish cottage is Nick with his arm folded, like, Sean. Need to talk. What do they need to talk about? I don't know. Also, one thing I don't understand is each guy had his home had his overnight in a different part of Ireland. So then, like the next day, does he have to like ride the bus? Do they have to like ride the bus to? Okay, now we're going to Galway, where Ben's having his overnight. So you guys know what's happening here, right? They're just gonna have sex while you sit alone in your hotel room. Yeah, that that is interesting. He's basically like a roadie at that point. Yeah, it does. It's just really weird. I feel like they take separate vans. Like Definitely. in production vans full of like camera equipment, and like Sean sits there and is like, "Hey, man!" I have to they pee. probably each have a producer assigned to them now, so it's yes. like it's like your squad, your squad, and your squad. Yes, exactly. Kind of like a tra- traveling like league or something like that. Yeah. Um. And so he tries to corner him, and he's like, "Nick is." I just hate Nick so much. Everything about him. Do they, I don't even know they wanted to discuss. I don't understand. Like, there was no motivating factor for either of their little tete-a-tetes. You know what I mean? Sean's was under, this was, like, last episode, Sean's was under the auspices of, like, look, I don't want to talk about you behind your back, so I'm going to say it to your face like a man. Like, he kind of has this, like, like when he says things, there's this, like, super ego construct of what he thinks he should do. Yeah. And, like, what a man acts like that, yeah. like, is in front of him when he when he does things. But, like, it's all BS. And Nick, like, what are you doing? I think he's just bored or the producers make him do it. Mm, interesting. I could really see it going either way. One thing about Sean, by the way, I, I feel like you've been impersonating him a lot today. And yep. at the beginning of the season, his deep voice was a plus, and now it's like really a minus. Everything about Sean has gone one eighty on me. It's I was like it, on his team. You were in love with him. Yeah, you were. We were really pro Sean. Yeah, we loved the schnoz. I also just liked saying the schnoz. The schnoz, Ryan Schnoz. But his low voice is now just feels like like he's like adult. Yeah, like not adult, adult. D O L T. Yes, <laughs> he doesn't know what's what's up, and he just looks like his physical appearance, like he's aging like Obama. He's just like not looking good. <laughs> aging so, like Obama, so stressed out. Is that a thing? Um, yeah. How, go take some, look at look at pictures of him from two thousand and seven to now. Look, it's equally stressful being the leader of the free world, and also you know. Being on this show, Sean's also looking at nuclear clo- codes every morning. You know, yes, absolutely. That's part of being a contestant. Sean is just like everything has changed. Like his insecurities are starting to blossom, and his pimples are starting to blossom. He's like <laughs> greasy, Theory. and schnozzy. Bad skin, I think, is from all the unhealthiness. Bad and eating, the traveling, and the al- alcohol. Yeah. Like yeah. if I if I don't drink, I, my skin is a lot better. Yes, I've I've like been on tours and stuff and like yeah. for like whatever TV things. And because like, you're a rock star in your of first, course, in your previous course. life, yeah, yes. previous career. Of course, and when you what you don't realize is when you eat every night at a bar or yeah. a restaurant, like you're just eating bad food. It's right. really just about that. When you eat at home, you're eating better food than when you're eating. And like, there's less. Like restaurants yes. give you more than you'd eat at home. Yes, you don't snack. It's a mess. Yeah, it's a mess. And here's the thing: is like just to big up Shanaz, great body. The guy's in shape. Seriously, you know I mean? and it looks it looks appropriate on like Nick. Yes. Like I like <laughs> I like Sean's abs. They look appropriate on his body. They don't look like he's trying too hard, although we do know he has all that protein powder. Yes. But still, like it makes sense. Like it's working for you, Sean. Go for it. It does. I, but I'm gonna say it does look a little bit off on Sean because he doesn't have an in shape face. Like if you look at like Russell Westbrook, it's like, oh, he's got a muscular face. 
You know what I mean? But you look at Sean, he doesn't have a muscular face. You're like really inviting some like edgy PED conversations right now. Like you just That's re- what I'm trying to do. You really are. That's what I'm trying to do. Like you want me to talk about why Russell Westbrook looks that <laughs> way? <laughs> no, 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 no. How no, no. he's come back from like 3,000 knee surgeries <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's like immediately the best point guard in the, the most league. dominant athletic person in the league even yeah. though his knee's been reconstructed out of like yarn. <laughs> Let's just leave it over there. <laughs> Let's leave it over we there. We acknowledge it now we're moving back on. To the <laughs> back to so the Schnoz. So Nick Nick and Schnoz are having this conversation and this is what's going through my mind why are they doing this and if i feel like even though it's a hotel room if it's your hotel room you have the get out of here rights yeah which sean he eventually you know uh puts into action but like my thing is like i'm not inviting you in right he didn't he didn't right did they talk no they sat down in sean's um hotel oh, right. room he, like, he never tried to get to know me yeah that whole thing and then at some point sean was like no get out and then, like he, and he left or whatever but like there's no reason for them to talk if i was in that situation which again is the weirdest hypothetical in the world i would just like not discuss or acknowledge or deal with him. You right. know what I mean? Like I'd be focused on Caitlyn. Also, if I was Nick, I don't know. It's just so hard to not see everything Nick does as a ploy to get on camera. Exactly. There's no reason for him to just to talk to Sean, but I think he knows. He's like and to like wait around the corner to like ambush him. How long did he have to wait? And what is he doing? He doesn't have a book or a phone. Like he can't even like look at Twitter. Of everything that happens on the show, this Nick situation that like with him ambushing Sean. Feels like the biggest producer setup. Like, yes, it, yes. It really does. Like, it's it, the way he was around the corner and they had the shot of it. Yeah, and he's like all dressed up. He's not. It's like obviously early in the day. It just it reeked of producer intervention. Yes. And I really look the other way on that stuff. I, yes, I, totally. I like to believe in the show. Totally. And I, it's hard to get past I it. I believe in the love journey that we're all on. I believe in it too. The word journey is really overused. Not just on the show, but like in general. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I feel like huh. journey is the bacon of language. Like, let's get <laughs> let's get journey out of here. I'm 100% on board with this. <laughs> no more journey. Um, so then Ben H. goes home, middle of the show. How do you feel about mid-show rose ceremony? I'm into it. I love what they've done with the format this year. And they were they were forced into it. They on the fly they put together a really good show. Again, Caitlin's vagina has altered the Bachelorette forever. It's unbelievable. It really has changed the course of television history. She's powerful. It's a very powerful vagina. She's like Angela Merkel. She's just so powerful. She really is. <laughs> we will look people will look back at the summer of two thousand fifteen and be like, Caitlin's vagina has changed wow. everything. It changed and also people are watching the show. Like it's popular. Is it? it? I don't see the ratings and stuff. Like it, I think it often wins its time slot on Mondays. It, but it is weird. It starts at nine, right? Eight. Oh, okay, good. Eight to ten. Um, okay, so then you'd think hometowns would be next. In of fact, course. In fact, they say now we have hometowns. Yes. Well, now, hometown um, means what? As the town that someone lives or grew up in, correct? Yeah, like it's perhaps arbitrarily selected city in America. Yes. That Caitlin the. The bachelor, bachelorette, and the uh, four remaining contestants go to that home. They go, you see the house where the person lives, and the town, and the school where they went to. It's finally a chance for the contestants to plan a date for the bachelor yes, or bachelorette. Yes, yes, there's a lot of good the wrinkles. The tables turn. It's great. You, sometimes you get like a crazy family member. This time they decided not to do that. They had a f-ing meeting. Like and it was a meeting. It's like a summit. Yeah. Yes, it was a meeting. It was and, like a convention in Utah. Yes, in Utah, but, like, the first – my wife, it, I love her so much. The first thing she says is, like, this is off-season Utah. Yeah. Like, this is not summer Utah or winter Utah when Utah is effective. Like, this is the, the ignorable Utah. You know what I mean? Like, this is a fall Utah or the spring – I think spring Utah. You could see there were, the snow was melting. You could also see no one else was staying in that hotel. Absolutely. It was, like – it was like a bargain rate, probably. It was The Shining. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think they pay you to stay in the hotel during that season. 
It's it was just so weird. And then I just feel like if I was Nick or Sean's family, I'd be like, "You want me to fly in for like a couple hours? That's it? You Hell no!" F- you want to? F- first of all, they're like, and when they when they uh, whoever like the PA or probably an AP it yeah. was like talking to Nick's dad. They're like, "Okay, cool, cool, cool. So we're gonna fly you into you know we'll probably fly into Salt Lake. We'll have cars. We'll pick you up and drive you there. Um, so how many people are we bringing?" And Nick's dad is like, "There's 35 Ele- people in my family. <laughs> I have so many kids. I don't know all their names. Like just the chairs with, they, with Nick's family." Just the way they set up the chairs was like this gigantic circle. It looked like they were playing like a like a, a duck duck goose it was or something. So awkward. It was huge. Like I'm like you know I'm just like in, like introducing like someone new to your family is like always like dicey. But like, there's like an activity or food. They had nothing. Just nothing. They just had sat. They're in, in a hotel room. Yeah, it was it, so bizarre. It was really weird. It was it, it was it was odd. It also just like it lowers the drama in a way because you don't get to see. Like another like atmosphere for them to be in, yes. and also you don't get to like judge the contestants on based on like how they've chosen to decorate their home or whatever. Which is what I do. Yeah, like remember Chris's house was like like huge but not really decorated. Yeah, like oh, it's all coming together. Chris is rich. Yeah, like now we get it. Yes, he's, just, yes. he's a paid farmer. Yes, exactly. And- like his dad was a farmer, and he is like you know. I now still have tons of questions about Nick. Like, does he even, like, have a home? Is he a nomad searching for attention? Like, what? There is, what is it? There's something about – there's something that weirds me out about families with, like, over six children. There's a couple things about it that I find difficult to comprehend. Number okay. one, think about how much time the mom has to spend being pregnant. That, I, that crossed my mind, and that woman looked great. Just, yeah, she really she did. did. But it's just like that's I mean, the hair. The hair didn't look great. It was very Kate Gosling. Yes, it was Goslingy, not Schnozlingy. Goslingy. Gosling. Yes, yes. Very yes. Kate plus eight. Kate, yes. John, and Kate plus eight. Mm-hmm. Remember those days? Mm-hmm. Different era. Um, and then it's also just really expensive having all those. That's kids. That's what I thought about immediately. It wasn't the pregnancy. I was just like, that's a lot of money. Yeah, like eight colleges. Like we're talking about a million dollars, Juliet. That's a think about it, a million dollars. You can't go to college. That's, Sorry, that's that's literally like one point three million Mexi melts that right. you could have bought. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'd rather have that. Yeah, exactly. You can feed the world with that. I'd rather have a ton of Taco Bell than go to college. Totally. And send my kids to college? No. Give me some soft tacos. Bean way, burritos. Thank you. Way more important. Um, I had Taco Bell, by the way, over the weekend. I was just driving past it. And I was like, I have to go. And it was phenomenal. Of course it was. It was phenomenal. I love Taco Bell. If you ever eat food, you would love the Food News Podcast. It comes out every Monday on the Grantland Pop Culture Network. Check it out. Um, so Nick's family, we've seen them before. I don't remember any of them. I just cannot stand Nick. And then there was one point where he's like cr- t- crying, tearing up about how much he loves uh What's her name? Caitlin? Yeah. And I, at that point, I was like, I hate this guy. I think I'm going to stop watching for now. And I turned it off. What? And I started reading. What? I Like, Nick's tears pushed me away from my television. That's how much I hate him. Oh, my God, Julia. Yeah. I went to my bedroom, and I started reading. Wow. Deuces, Nick. Wow. And then I finished the show in the morning. Yeah, I just hate him. I'm really shocked by that. Yeah. I find him so off-putting. I don't even know why. I can't believe that a, that Nick's family and Nick's tears just made you say, no, Bachelor. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out. I, I need some me time, not you, some Nick time. Do you know why I'm always watching? Why? Because you never know when you're going to get another Bachelor in Paradise preview. It's true. You just never know when it's going to happen. Like, that's what I'm there for. It's kind of like when you watch The Avengers and you stay after the credits. It's like, you, I might get a Bachelor in Paradise preview. I still finished the episode. I just did it in the morning. Of course you did. You're a journalist. Yeah. It's yeah, my you duty. Take this, you take this seriously. I don't remember a single thing about Sean's family. I don't even, I don't think they existed. Did he have a Oh, family? I remember his dad. Him and his dad had that talk and his dad had a dark button up on with really good buttons. His sister really liked her. 
Yeah. Sean's there. He's kind of his, his dad was kind of like, dude, really? Yeah. Like, really? Like, this is what we're doing? I flew to Utah, like, off-season-ass Utah in this empty hotel? It's pretty unbelievable that that they've only been to California, Ireland, and now Utah. That's it. Just... Didn't they go somewhere else? They mu- I think they stopped somewhere. Oh, San Antonio. Yeah. Oh, and uh, New York. San Sorry. Yeah, they did stuff. They had a few cities in, in they America. They did stuff. Here's the thing. Bad it's weather like, in New York, though. This is what I keep thinking. There's no one there at the hotel. It's. I think the NBA playoffs are happening. Right. It's like April. Yes. Okay. So yeah. at some point you have to go to the hotel bar, <laughs> right? And I just kind of feel like the two dads were like sitting next to each other, like not really knowing what's going on. And they're like, they don't necessarily know who the other is. Yeah. And they're like, man, like, do you think the Rockets could really take the West? Like, just like over a beer? And it's like, oh yeah, like I don't know, like James Harden, like the MVP is doing well. And then at some point they're like, so what brings you to town? And they're like, oh, <laughs> let me tell you, I would have my have son's a- on this crazy, <laughs> this crazy reality show. I would have to have some kind of like backup excuse, like like no, we are not insurance convention. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I would need to have something to explain why yeah. I was there. But they actually sent me a check. They actually paid us fifty dollars a night to stay in the hotel. Also, who would believe that they're like, oh, you're here for the Bachelor? That's hilarious. Like, yeah. there's like that doesn't sound likely. It doesn't. Um, and so now we're left with these two losers, two bad options for Caitlin. I know, but here's the thing, I. Like when Sean basically it ended sort of with Sean sort of confessing his love at some point. He was like, I love you, Caitlin, or whatever. When I watch them, when him and her and Nick and her and Sean, they're having sex, they're telling each other they love each other, they are doing all the things, they check all the boxes that like male female couples check. I don't see a husband and wife falling in love. Mm. Like even boring ass Chris and Dez and uh and Sean Lowe and what's her face? Courtney, wasn't it? Camilla, whatever. Courtney? Uh, no, she was uh, Catherine. Se- Seattle Catherine. Yeah, yeah. Like, even them, I was like, I can see this couple, like, being a couple and, like, having a family. I just don't see it with Kaylin and Nick or Sean. I don't really either. And the thing, one of the things I like about the show is I like love. Like, I love love. I want to see them fall in love and, like, I get love, married. I love couples. I know. I want to <laughs> see this work and happen, and I just don't see it with those two. I agree. They Both guys don't seem, like, ready for a commitment. Yes. I mean, I think Nick. Sean... I think both might be ready to be committed, sort of like to a mental hospital. You know what I mean? <laughs> but commitment, probably no. Not ready for marriage. Yes. And I just don't I don't believe that Caitlin really loves either of them. I just don't. Like I no. think she, I think she's like having fun and like enjoying them. I think that's her vibe though. That's Maybe. her wave. Her wave is the fun wave. Maybe. You're right. I don't I don't know though. I just I just feel this is not right in my soul. I feel that way too. So hopefully we'll see them on Paradise. Caitlin would be great in Paradise. She would make everyone go skinny dipping constantly. Yes, yes. Caitlin would, would never be wear like, clothes Let's all in be Paradise. Naked. It yeah. would be so good. It would turn into Dating Naked eventually. And then Amy Pathfinder would show up. I watched the Dating Naked season two uh, uh, premiere, you know. Wait, that came out? It's on the, I got a screener. Juliet. You have a screener for Dating Naked Pilot. Sorry. And not only did you not share it with me, you didn't even mention it. It never came up. Bad news. I didn't like it. I'm pissed they changed the format. Like, really pissed. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, my God. Did they put ketchup on the filet mignon that is Dating Naked? Yeah. Like, the the problem is, the one of the good things about Dating Naked is if the people were so ridiculous or you didn't like them or you didn't even like looking at their bodies, they were gone, you know? Yeah, But yeah. you're stuck with these people. You're like, well, I don't really want to make a big commitment to these two people who decided to go on this show. Like, this is a silly show and I love it. But I don't. I don't need a full season of two crazy people who decided this was a good idea to like oh, get famous and yeah, be, you, it's get like love. I would. I I would go 
I'd be like a volume shooter. Like yeah. that show is a volume shooter. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just like I go quantity over quality there. It's actually they kind of did something very similar to Naked and Afraid, which we're about to get into, which is they made it so that you kind of have to watch every week for the continuity. But uh-huh. that that is working against the beauty of dating naked. It's working for Naked and Afraid, but it's working against dating naked. Yeah, for sure. because. You want people cycling in and out, and like crazy kooky people, you don't need a long term TV relationship with. Just give me an hour, and we're good. Julia, let me just let me just let me just give you the truth. Okay. Here's the thing about getting naked. Do you know what I like to do? Look at naked bodies. Yeah. Look at new naked bodies. I don't need to see the same naked body every week. And also, like, give me as many people as possible who want to be on this show. Exactly. Like, it's like I don't want to like dive deep. In, into these people, pause. But I do want, you know what I mean, like uh, to see a large quantity right. of naked human beings. It's also just the whole thing. The show is so absurd that to like try to like have an actual relationship come out of it. That's what they do. So there's, there's two primary daters, and people come in and out. They kind of like keep people. How many new people, people a week? There's always three other options, I think, and people come in and out um, based on like the connection with the primary daters. And it's just, it's not a good, it's not good. It's too, it's like too convoluted. And like, it's just the, like the conceit is just unbelievable. Like no one is. Two questions. Yeah. Are you going to watch every episode anyway? I mean, I didn't even mention to you that I watched it, which just shows my level of disinterest. Wow. I probably. I'm shocked. I'll still watch it. Okay, good. Was Amy Pathrack clothed? Yes. What? New haircut for her, I think. Did it work? Sure. She used to do challenge after shows. She, the path rat. Yeah, she used to like host them or whatever. Yeah. Her and Julissa. Yes. And they, you know, they never really stuck. Cycle them through. No one's ever stuck in Amy Pathrap is a tough name. It is. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Yeah. And also you're like, how do you spell that? What? Yeah. Do you, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like you know like some people like see words as they say them, like the letters. Yes. Like it's hard that's a hard one to like see as you're saying it. That's one of the weirdest things you've ever said, and you've said so many weird things on this podcast. I'm a little, I just, I'm out there today. Sorry. Good. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Don't you dare apologize, Julia. Let's get me. weird. Can, I think we can put a bow on The Bachelor. Is there anything else you want to say about The Bachelorette? Oh, let's give a little bit more of exclusive information. All right, reasons exclusive. Um, where do you want to go? I want to drop the biggest bomb. All right, go for it. Do it. We may or may not have heard that there wasn't one meeting, there wasn't two meetings. There was multiple meetings. Several meetings. About a potential a potential bachelor. Who may or may not play in the NBA. That may or may not be very important <laughs> to someone in this room. Jalen Rose. <laughs> not Jalen Rose, but that is a great call. Um, Jalen would be a fun bachelor. He'd be so nice to everyone though. I think that it's tricky. Let's uh let's drop the bomb. Several meetings were had. With my one and only Chandler Parsons. He would be a great bachelor. They wanted him to do it, but it just didn't work out with the, the NBA timing season. didn't work out. I know. It stinks. He, they should have done it this year because he was hurt. So he was available basically starting in April. Yeah. It's like, would've, oh, he's dating somebody. It's like, ah, he doesn't worked, care. He would have yeah, just dropped her. Oh, God. But then just the idea that he might one day show up on Bachelor in Paradise gives me enough reason to live. I think that if you can't get him to be the Bachelor, like, at least get him to like be on a date or something. Like, just get him yeah. involved. Yeah, exactly. He's like, a really he, good-looking guy. Just put him on TV. He's really nice. He was lovely when he came to this studio last mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm. And I love him. So You would get the Juliet the Juliet Littman demographic. I would probably <laughs> that demographic you would you would nail. I would fire you from this podcast and just do a one hour monologue about like Chandler's. And this is what it would be bachelor. like. It would be like you and we'd record on your couch and you'd say, What a great what guy. What a great guy. What a great guy. Chandler. What is a, great a great guy. guy. What a great he's, guy. He's, what a great guy. We'll title it What a Great Guy. <laughs> 
Oh, man. That would be funny. Just an hour. It's like, yeah, that'd be great. That was um, super fun. I also think that if they're going to get NBA players involved, they should get Blake Griffin. He's funny. Mm-hmm. He is very charismatic. And I just feel like he would have fun with it. I think so, too. Like, he could do, like, an Amy Schumer type of thing, you know? Totally. They should bring him in. Maybe they should have Blake and DeAndre on now that they're staying together. As, like, a symbol of true love. This is a relationship that Did made Did you it. read that thing where it said, like, Blake encouraged DeAndre to, like, stay with the Mavs or something? Yes, I did read that. It was written by a um, friend of NBA After Dark, Tim McMahon, and mm-hmm. Ramona Shelburne, mm-hmm. our colleagues. It was great. It said that Blake was like, do whatever makes you happy. We'll still be friends. He didn't mean it. You don't think so? No. I mean, he was definitely part of the plot to get him back. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He didn't mean that at all. Uh, Blake's probably just like a nice friend. He is. He seems like, like, nice seems like a great guy. Seems like a great guy. Blake and Chandler. Let's get them on The Bachelor. Blandler. Blandler. Huh. Hmm. hmm. Who would you rather hang out with, Blake or Chandler? Ob- Blake. I mean, my no answer question. is obvious. Blake, without mm, question. Mine, Chandler. Cool. I'm sure you're shocked to hear that. Can Naked and Afraid, Afraid XL. XL. I watched dropped. it for it you. Dropped. Here's the thing: is I love Naked and Afraid. Like I absolutely love this television program. You, however, doesn't stick. I just like I fall asleep during every episode because yeah. it's just like I know they're going to survive. If they if they died, it would be a big deal. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be on television. And like I, I find it, I don't like watching people in like really extreme physical discomfort. Like I start to feel uncomfortable, mm. and so that's one thing I also don't like about it. Plus, I just like. I'm like, okay, like, cool, you know how to, like, start a fire, or, like, you're an idiot, you act, you claim to know how to survive, and you can't. Like, it's just a, it was it's just a little one-dimensional for me. But Naked and Afraid XL introduces a whole new element. Sure does. It's like a, it's a social situation now. Yes, the normal Naked and Afraid is two people, one male, one woman, they're naked, and they have to survive for 21 days. The Naked and Afraid XL, 12 people, they have to survive for 40 days. One of the best things they did is at the beginning of the episode, they had, like, a local expert, Diego, I believe his name mm-hmm. was. And they're in Colombia, which, God, like, God, Earth is just the hardest place. I know. What the hell are we doing here? It's kind of amazing how much we've built, given, like, how extreme it is out there. How did we get here? What am I doing on this planet? Isn't it weird to think about, like, what kind of extreme land we would have, like, anywhere in the U.S., like, in California, if there hadn't, like, been all this development? Like, could they do... crazy. Like, what would a naked and afraid California have been? Do you ever think that, like, um, like... Eskimos, right? Or people that live in like really cold places. Do you think that they just like never tried to walk south far enough? You know what I mean? I just don't know how it works. Like it's obviously not a choice to be in the super hot or super cold place. I mean, I I don't know. I've never thought about it. That was a pretty dumb question. I'll admit. That was a dumb question. I mean, it's like, why does anyone live anywhere? Yeah. Whoa. What just happened? (laughs) (laughs) I'm about to kill myself on this podcast. This is a conversation (laughs) for retail therapy. Yeah, exactly. I need to buy some Coast Poidal Wear right now. (laughs) See you at the uh, department store. Maybe Coast Poidal Wear is what it's called. Coast Poidal? No. Post Coidal. Post Coidal. It's not going to cute. Okay. Anyway, Naked and Afraid XL. They have 12 people, and these are all of them have been on the show before. Yes. Which I really enjoy. It's like we, your friends are back. We have a history. And also, one thing I didn't realize that the show sort of like made me realize, and I was like, uh, duh, of course. They watch it? Yes. And the survival community is very small. Sure. 
You know what I mean? It's probably a message board community. Yeah, like if you go to Comic Con, like it's like oh, like the the comic community is now like millions and millions of people and ever reaching. But whatever Survival Con is, like it's probably like (laughs) it's probably that same hotel in Utah and it's off season and it's like not even full. And they all they all like pretend to hate it. They're like this is not what our survivalists would really live. They probably don't stay in a hotel too. They probably camp out. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, you know they do like they do like a challenge. I mean they they have relationships. Like a couple of the people know each other. Yeah. So basically, what happens is people get dropped into the jungle of Colombia. Mm-hmm. Is it a jungle? I don't know. They keep they have different sections. They they have there's basically four different teams. I wonder how much ground they cover in a day, and like, do they try to not move to conserve energy and calories? Yes, I feel like. I, well, what I've heard when I spoke with Mr. Story, the produ- mm-hmm. the producer, his name is actually Mr. Story, is um that they are really active only in the morning hours when the sun's not that hot. Right. And also, they haven't eaten anything. They're just like animals in the wild. Like, yeah, I feel it's like crazy. It's it, they are. I feel like this is this like dumb, dumb uh, phrases after another. They're just like animals in the wild. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um. So they're dropped into the wherever they are in Colombia, mm-hmm. and then they have to find each other, and they're like in different tribes, basically. Yeah. There's there's four groups of three, which is interesting. At first, I thought it was gonna be all twelve of them together because I kind of like that like camp vibe that, I think uh, that they, like survivor will get you. They merge at one point, but they do, which I. Think Thing is really smart on their part because you get these little groups and then because they had some bites on the teaser for the rest of the season and they sort of don't like the merge right it's a bigger group which means more harder. resources and more difficult which is good because it, it gets harder as the 40 days go along not easier right because if you were in a group i feel like you would create some sort of like mini society like sim style you know what i mean totally and when they're when they're all sectioned off and they're, they're, they've got these nice little categorical groups like the alpha males yeah i like it so let's break it down. There's the alpha alpha male group, Hakeem mm-hmm. the Ninja. You remember him? No. Okay. I'm not going to remember anyone. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Here's, here's, I'll make this really easy for you to remember him. Okay. The black guy. Okay, yes. that one. Okay. Because <laughs> my, my wife, who's black, was like, there's no way there's ever going to be a, well, what is he doing there? <laughs> she was like, they would never, ever, ever convince him. Wait, what? Hakeem the Ninja? He's a ninja. For some reason, being a ninja is like part it's of like his like, cell as a survival person. But it's like, no, dude. Like, ninjas... No. I don't know what ninjas do. I don't know either. I don't think they exist anymore. I also thought it was like from Japan. I didn't know yeah. it was like, a, like in the woods. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure I'm sure you can find a ninja class somewhere, but like he's um he was there. He LeBroned out. He was the one who tapped out. Yeah. He got cramps. Cramp game. He, got, he had the cramp game. Super dehydrated. Dehydration is real. It's very real. Be careful, people. Very real. Um, who else was there? They had, and this is um, EJ. EJ is the one who kills the electric eel. Yeah, I recognize them from the eel clip, yes, and, and I was like, oh, those two. So EJ and Jeff. Jeff is like a big game hunter, I believe, from Colorado or something. And EJ on EJ's season, he like killed stuff. And Jeff is a hunter as well. And I feel like the two of them are going to be a great like you know hunting team. Seems like they were having a great time uh, with the eel, and it hasn't happened on the show yet. But yeah. I feel like what well EJ and or who and Hakeem and, EJ Hakeem and Jeff. Right, but like Hakeem had a buddy right away. Which one was it? Ooh, I'm gonna go EJ. So once Hakeem tops out, it seems like EJ and Jeff like will yeah hit it really off. become a squad because they yeah. have to. It's just yeah. they're surviving together. That's the way it is. Um, and then there was the one crazy guy and two women. Do you and remember Shane? I don't remember anyone. Okay, Shane is the one who was like I don't remember his exact backstory, but it just sounds terrible. Really? Like he had a very very traumatic childhood. So he's a survivor. 
I guess, but it's also like maybe we shouldn't put him on national television and maybe we shouldn't put him in the middle of Colombia with no resources and like, you know, and the women were like legitimately worried about his presence. And they were like felt like kind of like threatened, like he was like some kind of like predator. Yes, it was like there was like, yes, yeah, like they weren't worried about like the jungle cats. They were worried about this dude, Shane. Yeah. And one of the women got a fever. The other one was completely covered in bug bites. And when they show that shot, like, do you remember the shot of, like, her butt cheek? Yeah. It was just, her butt cheek looked like the Patagonia Mountains, <laughs> which I just found out were mountains, not just a store. <laughs> and, um, and like, it was just awful. Like, it, the bug bite thing just gets me, man. I know. That looks so, so bad. So bad. She was flipping out, too. And her, and, yeah. And then they had, like, an animals coming close to them in their sleep, and they didn't know. Just think about that. I thought there was going to be some kind of payoff with that, where it was like they got attacked or something like that. Well, they had. They did have some um, night footage of a animal that was, like, crawling close to them sleeping. It wasn't, like, you know, a, a black panther, but it was, terrifying. like, a creepy dog-sized thing. And just, like, imagine lying down, and you can't see anything because it's pitch black and there's, like, tree coverage or whatever, and you just hear something walking around near you. Yeah. There's no reason for an animal to come close to you unless it's going to eat you. I have like, a lemon tree outside, say hi. outside of my apartment okay. and brag. <laughs> And yes. whenever like lemons fall off of it, I'm like, it like startles me. I'm like, oh, yes. it's, it's a, I know it's a lemon falling off a tree. Yes. I can't imagine being in, in the middle of literally nowhere, nowhere and having animals like rustling around me. Oh my God. Terrifying. Can I make a personal confession? Sure. Up until about 18 months ago, I thought Columbia was an island. You did? Yes. I'm really dumb when it comes to geography. I'm really bad geography too, but you're clearly significantly worse. <laughs> yep. You don't even have the excuse of being from New York. Like, you know, it's like a cliche. New Yorkers don't yes. know anything. Yes. You're I from don't Massachusetts. Have no excuse. I'm just a fool. That's huh. my excuse. Where do you think it was? Like an island I th- where? I don't even want to get into it. <laughs> Please tell I me. I don't even want to get into it. Bye. I thought it was like, I don't, it, no. There's no way that I can sound smart. I just, it was just foolish. Okay. That's funny, though. Um, Moving on. We have the girl power group. Right. So there's, I really like one of the girls in this group. She hasn't found the other she two. That's the thing. It's like she so, seems like the strongest woman there, but she like has a, she's like allergic to the wild, which is yeah. not good for the show. She got like some kind of bug bite and her whole eye swole, it got swollen. It, she couldn't see. I don't know if it was a bug bite or it was like some sort of reaction to like grass or pollen in the air or something. But like if you are a hyper allergetic person, maybe like survivalist isn't for you. Right. Like maybe you should be like, I don't know, like a nurse or something. But then she found like this like magical essence inside of tree bark that helped it and her yes. and the swelling went down. Yes. She could see. She took her machete, chopped open a tree bark and was like, oh, see this red ring here? Like the inner ring of the tree? This is really good. She's just rubbing the you know, tree on her face <laughs> and it got better. That's so crazy. Shots of her. One thing she did that was suspect is that she um she like made some kind of well situation. What was the name of that well? Oh, what are those called? I forget. But basically, it's like if you're like dig look, a hole. If adjacent. you're looking, yeah. If you're looking at a river that's basically like you know natural Sludge. sewage, yeah. It's like oh cool, I'll just dig a hole two feet away from that and then drink that gypsy well. Gypsy well. That's there you what go. it's called. Great work by you, Juliet. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and so she, even though there was like weird stuff coming from the gypsy well, she still drank the water. Which yes. We'll see how that works. It's out. It's just such a gamble. Imagine that if you are just so thirsty so thirsty i clutter just, my desk with beverages exactly I don't know so that. thirsty that you just have to drink something and you're like if i drink this i might just like really get sick right and then you drink it down and then you just sit there and just wait like what's that feel like i don't know you're like waiting waiting to get sick yeah probably, and then you probably convince yourself you are sick even when you're fine because you're just like worried about it it probably feels like waiting for acid to kick in 
You know what I mean? You're yeah, just, you're the just first, sitting there like, I know it's going to happen. you're yeah. like, has it started yet? <laughs> yeah, is this it? Is this what it feels like? <laughs> yes, yes. Is this it? That's what my friends tell me at least. Uh, yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. Um, and then the other two women in this group, they're chill. They seem cool. I do remember yes. one of them, actually. Um, the one, she cuts her finger. And oh, Eva, get, I believe her name yeah, is. Yeah, she has to get sutures. Yeah. She opts to get them in the, wherever in, they are. Yes, because if she were... Without anesthesia, so yes. that she doesn't leave the game or whatever. Leave the game. I don't I know had, why anesthesia is like the game lever. It's like, it's like no, 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 I'm sorry, we can't do that. Can't they give her something on the spot? Like some yeah. kind of like ointment or cream? But I thought it was kind of Topical? badass. It was badass. I had to fast forward. It made me too uncomfortable. Yeah, she totally Jimmy Fallon her finger. Oh, my goodness. What does that mean? Get super drunk. Oh, cool. <laughs> Whoa! Shots fired! <laughs> um, so that's them. And the last one is a hippie, the guy from Jersey, and uh, a yeah, girl this who... Is, this is the miscellaneous yeah. folder. You know what I mean? They couldn't categorize. It's like, here's like the girl power group, and here's the alpha males, and here's the like people that we couldn't really categorize. I like how they did men, women, two men, one woman, and two yes. women, one man. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah, they yeah, got yeah. all their bases covered. Yes, they do. And because you can sort of like look at the different dynamics. It feels like the women have bonded like closer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just sort of like in in a social. It's like a situation. woman's alliance. Yes, but like you think like you would think like oh like the dudes will do the same thing, but not really. No. You know what I mean? Because they were kind they're of like more annoyed. trying to impress each other. They were yeah, it was like competitive, and it was also like they're like Hakeem like totally understand if you have to leave. They're kind of like they're like do it. Yeah, they're kind of like trying to kick out Hakeem yeah. for some reason. Is there like a reward if you win? I don't think that's that doesn't motivate this like brand of person. I you really know what I mean? Like I think their reward is just like being able to getting, tell people getting about getting a higher it. rating yeah. of the, yeah, of the, the PS- Ratings. Yeah, your PSR. There's also a new rating introduced for this show. I don't oh, remember. XLR. Yeah, it's yeah, XLR. your group rating. Yeah, and it's just like it's like models of cars. You know, it's like when the new ones come out. Yeah, they had to compl- come up with something completely else. It's completely made up. arbitrary. Yeah. yeah, it's like the point system on around the horn. It's yeah. like it's just like none of this matters at all. Yeah, so why are you making up a new one, Jacoby? Your PSR. It's a 7.2 today, but after this, uh, right reasons, you have a chance to get it up to 8.3. Good. Great. Thank you so much, so Julia. I, just want you to know I will you make stand. sure. I'll make sure that I do well in this. I'm definitely going to keep watching. I love this show. Apparently, and it's very popular, too. It had. Did you see anything? I, th- I think I saw that it rated pretty well. I'm like, it's a really good idea. And I think that they've structured it right. Like, the way that they're going to come together is going to be, like, super interesting. Because I like, I thought they would just drop all of them and they would just sort of, like, sort of be. Every man for themselves, but in a group still. But now there's like subgroups because right. you're, if you're surviving and not eating and just like living that way with people, you're going to be close to them. I wonder how many miles they can travel in a day, like to find because they're going to have to find each other. So I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I, it's also, I mean, like there has to be some sort of external motivation. Like someone yeah. at some point has to be like, "Hey guys, like walk northwest." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it has to happen for right. them to get together. Right. It's like it's like some kind of orienteering situation. Yeah. And it, the way that they've structured the show too is that each one has like a different sort of like type of land. Right. Which I find interesting. Like this is one they probably one group is like next to a river. I bet they selected the location be, like in Colombia because it has like a diversity. Like I'm sure that was like a, a plus for them, you know. Yeah. On the this season on, there's this one scene where oh, well, first of all, the this season on is great, yeah. and they're, 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 one of the themes is caimans, caimans, and more caimans, <laughs> and it's just like these basically like little alligators, yeah. which are terrifying and everywhere and super fast. And there's this one scene. The where, waters of Colombia have some scary. Yeah, man. Eels. I'm never. Caimans, yeah, like um, electric eels. Just think about that. Bacteria that could kill you. Show me the science on how an eel like gets I, electricity. We need a science podcast. How does I that happen? Know. I do not know. How do how does it get electricity? I mean, like we have a t- tiny charge in our hearts. Yeah, if I rub my feet on this rug for a while, I can like do a thing. But, yeah. Like, 
How does an eel do that with like, yeah, that many does, volts? How does a living being have all that energy inside? And of it? what the hell is an eel anyway? I don't know. <laughs> have you ever seen an eel in real life? Those things exist. Yeah, they're gross. I, I they like got an aquarium. Basically, yeah, that's not real life. That's oh. fake life. No, where would I ever be somewhere where there's saying. eels? No. Seeing the electric eel, I will never eat eel again. It really grossed me out. That went through my mind. I was like, oh. I don't want to eat that animal. It yes. looks too disgusting. So this cave is crawling around and this season on, and they're throwing boulders at it. Like, wait, what in the world? Are you, it's like, whenever it gets to the point where like, someone's like, hey, man, like, let's throw this boulder at this alligator. I'm like, I'm out. I'm out. tapping out just because that's what happened. Like, Done. guess what? I'm going to go home and get a burger. I like that they call it tapping out. Yes. Like, it, like it's wrestling or something. It was great. It's, yeah, it really is great. All right. We got to go to news. News time. This is a big one for you. I'm very excited about this. French Montana, the rapper, formerly dating Khloe Kardashian, uh, is now dating Dorothy from Rich Kids of Beverly Hills. I just want to say that I watch Rich Kids of Beverly Hills it. every week. You love it. And the thing is, is I, I love E.J. Johnson more than anything in the world, and he will be the next Oprah. Like, mm-hmm. I promise you. Like, people will say, there'll be like 10 people in the world that will remember that I said that when he is the next Oprah. Totally. He's the best. And, and not only that is, they're funny. Like they're the show is sort of like set up for you to like laugh at them and like kind of point and giggle in a way, but they're interesting and they're smart and they're funny. You're giving them a little too much credit. Except Dorothy is yes, no, no, they're smart, man. Okay. Trust me, okay. I watch this show. Dorothy, not so much though. <laughs> well, her in French. Um, it's hard to believe that someone on Rich Kids in Beverly Hills and an ex of Khloe Kardashian who could be interested in each other and their lifestyles could appeal to each other. I'm so surprised by that. You're trying to tell me that French is dating Dorothy from Rich Kids in Beverly Hills as a come up? Or as just a, any kind of like attention grab. I don't know. Like, She's moved on to James Harden, man. That's really cold for French Montana. That sucks. Yeah. that's. I mean, James Harden's an upgrade. Huge, huge upgrade. Think about all the free Taco Bell breakfast she's getting. Yeah, she's defecting from. She's she, defecting she from defected. French Montana. Yeah, she defected. <laughs> she's officially a defector. <laughs> the four people that got that reference loved it. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I liked it. Um, I don't know why he's doing it, but it just seems like you know we're talking about them. So I know why he's working. doing it. Real, true, love. genuine love. Okay, yep. I hope so. That'd be really nice. Me, too. I think so too. Um, JJ, do you remember him? Do I remember JJ? From The Bachelor. Yeah, and from The Bachelor in Paradise promo, more importantly. He got into a bar fight after the men tell all, like, last week or two weeks ago, whenever it was, and had to be rescued by Ben Z. But didn't this, like, for some reason, gangs are involved. Yeah, apparently it was, like, a gang attacked him. (laughs) Sorry, I can't say it out loud. Yeah, you can't, right? No, it's really- I just I want to know what really happened. I was like, what bar was he at that had gangs? I'm just exactly like, like JJ, JJ doesn't hang out in those bars. No, he doesn't. He's not like he's also it's like after the men tell all, so he's with all these guys. Like none of them are like, and you they're know, probably in like West Hollywood. Yeah, like yeah. like they're not. No, it's so they're not like let's get an Uber and drive uh, 45 minutes to a bad neighborhood and get in a gang fight. There has been random violence in Hollywood, like the woman who got shot in the head. Yes, that was weird, though. Yeah, it was very Just Google it. It's an interesting story. A woman got shot in the head in Hollywood, and her it was like a hit and run. Mm-hmm. Her boyfriend was compl- completely fine. It was just like one shot to the head through, like from someone in a car, and that was it. So weird. It seemed like a hit. It was just so weird. So strange. So JJ's fine, has like a black eye, but the whole story doesn't add up. Yes. I'm starting to think that perhaps JJ does things to get attention. I don't know. Just a hunch. Huh. Just a weird little theory that I have. I was going to say he does stuff to get punched. <laughs> he does do that. He does too. seem like annoying. Yes. Um, 
there's going to be a new reality show set in a prison in New Mexico. A&E said the show is about novice correctional officers trying to survive one of the most perilous prisons in America. So this is kind of like flip side of Orange is the New Black. Do you enjoy prison programming? Uh, No. I love it. Interesting. Like all of it? Like Oz? Did you watch that? Of course. No, more like the reality stuff, like Lock Up. You know, it was kind of bigger, like probably, you know, six or seven years ago. There's a lot of it. But really, all that goes through my head is what would I do? Like, how would you escape? Just what would I do? In prison? Yeah. Let's just say, like, I get framed for murder and I've got, like, 15 years in prison. Like, how do I, you what do I do? You think you're 15 years for murder? I have a really good lawyer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they got, it came down to manslaughter. Just checking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just we, checking. We, we, got it, we took a plea deal. It was okay. uh, snitched. Whatever happened. <laughs> okay. But you get 15 years and, like, I just, like, I always just imagine, like, what would I do? That's so weird, Jacoby. No, it's not. That's not unique to me. Everybody does that. Really? Yeah. I've never thought about what it'd be like for me to be, like, what I would do on a day-to-day basis in prison. You haven't? I have a personal story. 20 seconds on the clock. It's I, It needs more than 20 seconds, and it's not, it's, I'll, like, right, semi-serious. I'll give, you, I'll give you 30 seconds. Okay. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually set my timer on my phone just to keep you true to it. All right. Um, Wait, hold on, hold on. Okay. You take your time. Don't rush it. Go. When I lived in San Francisco, I worked on a book that was a collection of oral histories about women in prison. Mm-hmm. I worked with this woman who – her name was Liz. She was doing a life sentence and she had basically in the store – in I went to visit her in jail several times basically. Whoa. Yeah. And she was doing a life, life sentence for a murder robbery. She had um, – First of all, you can have 30 minutes. Go. She – she had gotten a heroin addiction and kicked it in, while, prison? in prison. And she all and like has like this incredible story. She's never getting out, but she like basically has lived like so many lives in prison and hearing about like the meetings and stuff that she tried to like set up and the way you have to like petition to like get like space to like have a group meeting because you can't congregate in groups because they're so suspicious. And so Whoa. it's just it's a whole other world. I mean like People who have um, family members who are incarcerated like refer to the prison system as the prison, the industrial complex. Like it's a whole, Whoa. it's a whole second society of our country, which is now getting attention because Obama is you know visiting pres- going to visit a prison. But anyway, it's like it, to me, it, it, it's a topic that I find very fascinating. It's, and so I don't even know like I, like, the, like this show like on the surface is interesting to me, but like I, I need to know more about it because I have like some very specific opinions to begin with. Wow. Sorry. Came wow. up. Just came up. Shout to Liz. <laughs> yeah. I mean. I had no idea that you would go visit prisons. Yeah. I went several and, like, times. interview for yeah, the we book just, and like, get quotes Yeah. We just like, go over her, like her story, like from the time, you know, she, as much as she wanted to share. And then I would like transcribe it and think about like what else we need to know for this narrative. And we just went back and forth a bunch. While you're watching Naked and Afraid XL, are you uh-huh. ever like, I used to do impactful things that like <laughs> actually did something for society. And now, now I'm now talking I'm about this. this guy's butt. Well, this has value too. Yeah, this is fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry, I really brought the tone down here. I'm into it. Anyway, prison stuff is interesting. I mean, I love Orange is the New Black. I think the success yeah. of that, like whenever there's like one like surprise breakout, People are like, oh, like what can Double we do? Down. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's like how the Real Housewives of Orange County came out, like around Dashwood Housewives and the OC. You know, mm-hmm. like they they all were tied together. Exactly. All Next. right. Non-reality news. Non-reality news. We went to a party last night. You and I. I'm, SV's post party. It's probably why this is not my best podcast performance ever. Is because I was out. I think you're doing great. Out very late. I think you're doing great at the LeBron uninterrupted party. Now we are not the type of people that go to parties and snitch about things that happened. No. Because that's just sort of uncouth. However, I will say there was a future performance of Future the Rapper. And Future the Rapper is like, he's sort of a sing-songy rapper type. He's uh-huh. got a very sort of like 
staccato cadence, and it's more of like he uses his voice like as an instrument. He's not like Biggie, where it's like, listen to my lyrics. It's more just like, I'm saying stuff that's relevant if you wrote it down, but it's really just like, listen to the voice as an instrument. So it's not like a lyricist in that sense. LeBron James knows every single word to every single future He song. probably was like, I want future at my party. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, it's not that. LeBron James texts future. Yeah. Like, there's oh, no one that doesn't answer homies. LeBron James text. Who in the world doesn't respond to LeBron James text know. within 20 seconds? I mean, he's the number one athlete in the world. Who in the world doesn't respond within 20 seconds? Le- Barack Obama. Okay. People that don't speak English and don't know who he is. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like if he just texts like a grandma in Romania, they're like, "What?" She might. He's really famous. She might know who he is. <laughs> she might know who he is, but it's, it's an unknown number. She's like, "Hans, I don't even understand." If these LeBron characters. James texts you, do you have to play it cool and like yes. take a few minutes? Yes, I to definitely respond? take at least fifteen minutes before I respond. If LeBron James texts me. I think fifteen is too calculated. If you're gonna wait, you have to do like minimum. Do you 25. think he has an Akron number? I mean, he probably has several phones. First yeah, of all, but I, lo- I would love the idea if they're all Ohio phones. He probably has one main number that's Akron, and then he probably has like. A Cleveland number and like a Miami number. Do you think he uses emojis? Yes, definitely. I think he uses Everyone emojis. uses emojis. They're I don't fun. Use emojis. Ever? Never. Do you have them installed on your phone? No. Wow. I do not use emojis. Do you, do you ever want to? Here's the thing. Is it I've a got stance? a two year old son and I'm like, use your words. That's how I feel about society. Like, okay. Use your words. I like that. We have a language. That makes sense. What are you doing? Uh, nothing. Using emojis? <laughs> yeah. Um,. That's so yeah. Future and LeBron, he knows all of his songs. Here's what we had to look forward to: more Naked and Afraid Excel. Yeah. The launch of Dating Naked, the Men Tell All special, which I like. It's an underrated episode because Nick is not afraid to say anything. He's not gonna be on it, dude. Oh, is that how it works? Don't they bring him out at the end? Uh, no. The two who are still in it aren't. Don't get to come. Really? Yeah. He's on the after the final rose. Do you think they announced Ben H as the Bachelor there? Yes. They do. Yes. So we'll get that that thing. I'm really looking forward to Does that. Does he now. get a, he gets a standing O in lots of screams? Everyone's excited. Who does? Have you met anyone who doesn't like Ben H? No, I don't like him as much as I mean, it's not. I did something really bad last night at the party. This is the worst thing I did. Someone came up to me and was like, "Do you know who wins?" And I was like, "Yeah, X." Like I said the name, and like he didn't know and didn't want to know. Why did you do that? I just assumed if he was opening up the conversation, he knew. <laughs> That is true. Like, if you were just like, yeah, and then they would be like, oh, that's cool. They're going to yeah, ask who. Like why, like, why would you ask me if you didn't want to talk about it? Like, that's a leading question. First of all, we are talking to microphones, but I'm sure you did worse things at the party than that. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just leave it there. Every Monday, check the Grantland Pop Culture and Grantland.com and iTunes for food news. 15-minute pod about food. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to Grantland. To hear more Grantland shows in your earballs, subscribe to Grantland Sports and Grantland Pop Culture on iTunes. Or go to grantland.com and click on podcasts.